On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are one week from the start of the season. Can you believe it, Tate? I honestly cannot believe it. I'm really fired up. One week up, from though. today, real life games will <laughs> yes. be played, and they will count. If you lose those games, mm. you are 0 1. I'm sorry. It's to say. not an exhibition. exhibition. It's not a secret scrimmage. It's a real game. Uh, uh, we still have a week to get there, though. Uh, as of today, it is Halloween, and it is mm. spooky season for some of these teams around the country, uh, <laughs> most notably the Louisville Cardinals. Oof. Who lost to a Division II team Wolf. in an exhibition game. From North what, Carolina. What's the name of the team they lost? L- l- let me try it. Lenore, l- Lenore Rhine. Is that right? Lenore it, it, Rhine? That's how it looks. Lenore okay. Ryan. Lenore Rhine? Like Ryan. Like Ryan? Lenore Ryan. <laughs> that's how you say it. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to know how to pronounce it a little better by the end of the show, <laughs> I imagine, because we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Um, the, the, the Louisville program, Thoughts and Prayers. That's... Oof. Wolf. I I I I'm I'm running out of things to say about him, but we're gonna we're gonna try to find the words. Yeah, today. put your L's up um, because <laughs> it, it was not a good day. But in football, put them on your forehead. <laughs> well, in football, it was a good day, so maybe football. School. Okay, maybe all right, that's the there you go. Football school. Also, Gonzaga blown out by Tennessee. Mm. It, yeah, that mm. was interesting. We'll talk about that a little bit. Arkansas blown out by Texas. Oof. That's interesting. So maybe somebody knew something about uh, Texas. Duke waving the white flag versus Houston, and I don't mean Cooper flag. Who is not at Duke yet? <laughs> yeah, first reported by uh, Titus and Tate. By the way, Duke would lose that. Scrimmage. That is true. So before you, anyone even knew, you reported it bef- a week before the game even, even took happened. place. Yeah, <laughs> sure enough. Uh, Duke is waving the white flag. Uh, second half, they only played twelve minutes. Don't yeah, even running clock, game. twelve running minutes. Unbelievable, disgusting. Uh, also, we might do a little Oscar watch. Uh, Oscar Sheboy did not warm up in Kentucky's ex- exhibition game. I officially want to go on record as saying I'm a I'm a Wooden Award voter. We talked about that mm-hmm. not too long ago. You are too now. Um, my wooden award watch list as of right now has one name on it, and it's Oscar Sheba. He's the only guy I'm watching. Okay, I, I'm locked in on him. Whatever he's doing, <laughs> I will not watch I, anyone. I'm not watching anyone else. I'm obsessed with whether Oscar Sheba is in fact going to play and whether he's going to be 100. Yeah, he 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 is my he is in total. He is the totality of my uh, wooden award watch list right now. So I'm right there with that. you, and the mystery continues, and I think it might continue throughout the season. Unfortunately, uh, but mostly we're just going to talk about Louisville because uh, Lenore Ryan. Yeah, that's close. Lenore Ryan, uh, Division Two team, <laughs> a bad Division Two team, uh-huh. beat Louisville in an exhibition. Um, how? Where does Louisville go from here? We're going to talk about it, but first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right. Before we dive in, uh, I want to say this. Our official previews, the official Titus and Tate previews, will be uh, we, we're doing them on YouTube this year. Yeah, is what we decided. That's mm-hmm. what we we decided as a team. Did we decide that as a team? I think we did. I, I <laughs> think I as telling, a team. Am I telling the team live on the air right now that we're 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 very excited about the previews? And there's no point for us to do extra podcasts on top of these videos. These videos speak for themselves, and I'm excited. We are the hardest working men in show business. <laughs> um, so the question becomes, why not do the video previews and podcast previews? And the mm. answer is we worked so hard on the video previews. It would be a disservice to the It previews. would be a disservice yes. to the crew at Fox that was helping us along mm-hmm. the way. Um, so when, when are we rolling those out, Jim? Do we know? Next week. Next week? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the previews <laughs> will come out after the, the, <laughs> yeah, season, after the season starts. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No, it'll be great. Uh, we, we we had a lot of fun shooting these. Uh, so so if if you're not if you're someone that just listens to this show and uh, you want to see um, see that you got to go check out the YouTube page. Yeah, yeah Titus and Tate on the YouTube, YouTube page. Slash but, uh, th- th- that's going to be our, our our preview content. We're really excited about it. We did conference previews and shot a bunch of uh, fun stuff here around the studio and. Uh, 
they're working on editing it now, and fingers crossed that uh, yeah, it all works out. Next week we'll start rolling that stuff out. I can't wait. I can't wait to show the people what we've, what we've been up to, and uh, also it's Halloween, so now we have costumes on, so and, uh, it just feels even more ridiculous. Like as we talk about all these bits, you are uh, Teen Wolf, Scott Howard. Yeah, Teen Scott Wolf. Howard. You're Scott Howard, not Teen. Not I am not Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. I am yeah. Scott Howard before he turns into Teen Wolf. Yeah. Yes, I am pre. I am. Wolf. A lot of people got my costume wrong. They're saying you're goofy. I'm wearing the goofy mm -hmm. hat from Disneyland that I uh, got with my niece when I went in April. Um, and then I saw just sitting on the counter as I left to come do the show today. You're like, I need a costume. On. I could be goofy. Uh, so everyone says I'm goofy. Wrong. False, Tate. Mm. I am actually the genie at the end of Aladdin right before he's going on vacation. People forget he was wearing a goofy hat. Oh, wow. And then he, you know, has his golf clubs and his Hawaiian shirt. I should have worn a Hawaiian shirt. Um so yeah, that's actually my custom. Okay, so, so I like that. It's yeah. a little bait, a little and more switch. thought that goes yeah, into yeah. it. <laughs> you get people with that one. You get people with that one. Jim, do you have a costume? Jim, I are do. you the, are you, you the Zodiac killer? Well, yeah, I always am the Zodiac killer, but I do have a costume. You guys just got to close your eyes and then I'll reveal it. I'll tell you. Really? You eyes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you'll like you're it. You're serious? Me. You'll like me. All, All right. right, I'll close our eyes. All right, All right. eyes on. closed. No peeking. Give me a couple seconds. Let us know. Take your time, Jim. I am. Anytime Jim says close your eyes for a few seconds, it's yeah, a, I am it's automatically. Hold yeah. On. <laughs> Hold on. Oh <laughs> no. There. Hold on. Oh no. This is. Uh, what's a, in the in the interim right here, Titus? What's your favorite Halloween costume you ever did in your life? Um, that's a great question. My brother and I did uh, uh, Emmett Smith and Jerry Rice and, okay, and I'm one, back. one year. Okay. Oh, oh okay. that's a good answer. I like that. Um. <laughs> It's me from the suite. <laughs> Got thrown out. It's, it's, Jim Cunningham it's, playing the drunk guy <laughs> in an Ohio State suite from last season. It's drunk Jim Cunningham. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a great that's a great costume. Yeah. <laughs> you are wearing the exact same thing you're Yep. <laughs> this guy's drunk. Get him out of here. I know. I'm over here thinking about 9-11. <laughs> this guy's reflecting on life. Get this guy out of here. Great costume. Great oh, costume. we did a Thank Brian you. and I did a uh um <laughs> We did a Emmett Smith, Jerry Wright, and I know the question everyone asked. Like, did we, you know, did, you know, did we? Mm -hmm. Did you did commit shoe polish? Yeah, did we commit? <laughs> no, we did not. I promise, we did not. Um, okay. Even, even growing up in the '90s in rural Indiana, we were smart enough to not, uh, yeah, not to do that. Good so, job by um, you. Yeah, thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, no. <laughs> um, I, I was a skeleton one year. I don't know. I was pretty lazy with the. Yeah. I was pretty. Uh, I was the last. I'm a last minute Halloween guy. What's the best costume you've done? Ferris Bueller. I'm just sticking yeah. in the '80s. Yeah. I'm staying in the '80s. Like, I mean, that's where it, we 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 peaked right around then, 1985. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one Halloween take, and that's it. And it's not candy related. It's not like you mm -hmm. know, Reese's is actually bad, you guys, or anything like that. <laughs> uh, my 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 lone Halloween take is that Halloween costumes to me are like celebrities and commercials where. It doesn't work for me if you have to tell me who you are. Yeah, like if you, if, I agree with if that. you have to explain <clears throat> what your costume is. Like, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying you've probably, like, I want you to go back home at the end of this party at tonight, look yourself in the mirror and say, "Do I need to do better next year?" And the answer is yes. Yeah. If you're if you're spending the entire night saying like, "Okay, so there's this," have you have you heard of the serial podcast? <laughs> so there was this guy that was just recently released from his name's Adnan. His name's Adnan. <laughs> so I'm not Adnan, but who I am is. <laughs> And if that's what you're doing at these Halloween yeah. parties, you've lost. Uh -huh. So you got to stick to the classics, such as uh, Teen, you know, Wolf. Teen Wolf. And, People, everyone's seen it. And, Goofy and, slash and, Aladdin. Slash Teen from Aladdin. <laughs> as I had to explain what my cat. Yeah, I know. No, um, 
No, what do you think about that? Is that is that a fair thing? I think it's fair. I also appreciate when people try to do something like uh, like remember the Allstate Mayhem. You know, there was a guy last year I saw he was he was Mayhem, so he's in the suit and he had yeah. And I was like, oh, that's nice, like thoughtful. And but I, see, but it, I did have that. I kind of yeah, got it, ask, but I did ask, yeah. you know. But I was like, I like where your head's at. It's it's it it, it it's like uh, athletes and commercials. If you're the, the yeah. most egregious examples, I I remember the Geico Brian or Rapco cave mm -hmm. was the cave was the the caveman with him. I think when the cavemen yeah. like turn and they're like, oh my God, is it all pro linebacker Brian Arapko? <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, listen, if you have to explain who this man is yeah. to the audience, you probably shouldn't have booked him for the commercial. Yeah. And Brian Arapko was just sitting there and he was like, <laughs> is this going to hit? Like, you know what I mean? Are people going to get yeah. this? But like when Charles Barkley comes on commercials, no one's like, oh my God, it's NBA Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. They just, like, what's up, Chuck? And the only yeah. one that I can think of is Neutrogenics with Frank Thomas. They're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> is that Frank Thomas? Hi, Frank Thomas. We love Frank Thomas, by the way. We're company men, so shout out Frank Thomas. That is true. Yeah, yeah. he's a Fox MLB Frank, guy. Come on the pod. Let's Please. talk about uh, whatever. Uh, neutro neutrogenics? <laughs> no, your favorite costume of yeah, your life, yeah, Frank Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, there it is. That's, uh, that's Halloween talk. Now let's talk about something far scarier than Halloween. Way scarier. It is the current state of the Louisville basketball program. Um, they lose to Lenore Ryan. Lenore Ryan? That was perfect. What you just said. Lenore was Ryan. I mean, it, Lenore when, Ryan sounds when you're like from a, North Carolina, you know, it just ends up sounding more like Ryan, you know, yeah. like because it just, you know, that's just how we talk. So, but. so first question Lenore Ryan's in North Carolina? Yes. Hickory, okay. North Carolina. Hickory. I, I know Hickory. Hickory. Not, not that Hickory, not yeah. Hickory High. Oh, you know, not, not, not Jimmy Chitwood. Jimmy yeah. Chitwood did not play for Hickory. <laughs> I was going to say, they lost, they lost to Hickory. You're like a pretty famous movie, actually. Yeah, like, that's not that embarrassing. There's a lot of teams that have lost to Hickory. I mean, so maybe that was the mojo that was in the air. But uh, yeah, Hickory, North Carolina has, you know, famous for, you know, lots of notable alumni from the school of Ryan. Rick Barnes, notable really? alumni. Yeah. Tom Segura. One of Jim's favorite comedians. You, you a Tom sure. Segura guy, Jim? Not really. No. Okay. Okay. Cool, well, perfect. doesn't like to, yes. doesn't, drunk yeah, Jim is not like Tom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, he's from Lenore Ryan. And then also, if you ride an elevator ever in your life in North Carolina, there is a little sign there that says, "This is approved by Sherry Berry." And Sherry Berry, if you live in North Carolina, you know what I'm talking about. We all love Sherry Berry. She went to Lenore Ryan. Dude. You know Sherry Berry. I know Sherry Berry. Because you've been in an elevator in North Carolina. I went Carolina. to Asheville and I saw the sign that said Sherry Berry and you explained it to me. That's why even when you just said Sherry Berry, I was it like, how you. do I know Sherry Berry? Everyone knows Sherry Berry. <laughs> so Lenore Ryan, I mean, as much as it's a small school. <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone what, what's knows. the sign? It's in every elevator. It's basically like, this elevator has been approved by Sherry by Berry. By Sherry Berry. Yeah. And like, for whatever reason, you just feel safer because you're like... Is Sherry Berry like an actual woman who's alive now? I believe so. I believe that she still is approving elevators. Like she's still approving elevators? I think she's still approving elevators. <laughs> so, someone will have to fact check that. But it, every elevator I get on, if I don't see Sherry Berry, uh, red flag. Does she work for the government? Or is yeah, it just she like works a, for the government. She works for the state. She works for the state. Is it just like a Michelin star deal? where like, she's, she like goes the, to, she's, she's like the state critic. controller or something. You know what I mean? It's like one of those uh, titles where I have no idea how comp it... Comptroller? Yeah, whatever. I don't know how it relates to elevators, but that's what she does. What does a comptroller do? <laughs> well, maybe elevators. All I know is that uh, Lenore Ryan... I mean, this is probably the biggest day in Lenore Ryan basketball history. This is kind of like an App State Michigan moment for Lenore yeah, Ryan, where yeah. it's like, now we're going to talk about this for the next Every time years. you say Lenore Ryan, I, I picture just like uh, uh, a budding starlet. Like yes. there's there's like a 21-year-old mm -hmm. singer yeah. who's burst Sydney onto the Sweeney scene. Sweeney-esque yeah. in North yeah, Carolina. Or an actress. Actress and she does, she's a dual She threat. does both. Selena Gomez. Yeah, yeah. It's one of <laughs> Zendaya and Lenore Ryan. Have you seen the new movie, Zendaya and Lenore Ryan? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's great. It's, it's awesome. gonna be great. They're the new Charlie's Angels. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you gotta go check it out. Um, Comptroller is a management level position responsible for supervising the quality of accounting and financial reporting of an organization. Not so, Sherry Berry. That's not Sherry Berry. Okay. Mm. Cool. I didn't. I didn't know <laughs> Sherry Berry was just like an elevator critic you know They're like she's just like a, a private citizen that goes and rides elevators and she then like puts her stamp on the elevators officially and like... alive but she is no longer the commissioner of labor that's what the job okay. was she was the commissioner of labor and that's how she did the elevators because the other thing was like my understanding of sherry berry was was that she you know exists she like died in like 1964 or something but mm -mm. her legacy lives on by stamping these elevators, but no, that's not. No. So apologies She's to the very still alive. All right, back to Louisville. Lenore Ryan <laughs> beats Louisville by 10. Uh, and this is especially sad, I think, because the Kenny Payne era was supposed to usher in a new a new hope, basically. Yes. You know? Like, we, we all know what happened at the end of the Patino era. Chris Mack was the most home run hire of all time. Until it Louisville. wasn't. Until it wasn't. Until he struck out. Until, yeah. Yeah, but it, as it turns out, you got to get back in the batter's box. Mm -hmm. So the the hire was a home run, and then <laughs> I don't know what happened after yeah. that. Um, but uh, the 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 Chris Mack era ends like it, it was it was almost more sad than it was you know like angry. If you're a Louisville fan, you're just like this is just kind of like depressing, like where we've arrived. You 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 throw in Kenny Payne, and you're thinking to yourself. This is this is a new hope. This is it. This is at a time when John Calipari is is a dare little, dare I say home run higher home run higher at a time <laughs> when Kentucky down the road is a little shaky on shaky ground. We've we've talked about it on the show a time or two about the last couple seasons for Kentucky. Yeah, Kenny Payne's coming into Louisville hires DJ Wagner, number one recruit in the country, one of many number one recruit in the country, but one of them, one of them ones, <laughs> uh, hires his grandfather on the staff on the Milt. staff. Yep. Uh, everything's looking Louisville. Amani Bates is coming to Louisville. Yes. He's confirmed. transferred from Michigan. It is confirmed that Amani yes. Bates will be going to Louisville. All signs are pointing to Louisville basketball being back and, and not only being back, but being back in a big way. Um, Master P's son or grand, what is it? How is Master P have grandkids now? It was his son, right? It's his son. It's Hersey, right? Hersey. Hersey. Was yeah. Hersey Miller. Well, his other son was like Percy. Percy. <laughs> He's Percy. Use. The P is for Percy. All I know is it's a family affair, Louisville, and, <laughs> and everything was working out well. Jack Harlow, who I don't even know other than like a guy who shows up at like college game days and NBA courtside and all that yeah. kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy who would date Lenore Ryan, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd see. I'd see like Pete Davidson and Jack yeah. Harlow are fighting for Lenore Ryan. TMZ's reporting that yes. Jack Harlow and Lenore yes. Ryan were spotted at mm -hmm. America's sweetheart Lenore Ryan. Um, so all of this is going on for Louisville in the offseason, and everything is is rolling for the Cardinals. Uh, and then we, we've we've talked about some of the unwinding of of that hype, you know, most famously DJ Wagner signing Nike contracts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And Amani Bates goes to Eastern Michigan, and we tried to like spin it as a positive for Louisville. That's okay. He might be more trouble than he's worth. Um, Amani, by the way, looked pretty looked, good. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As I was watching the exhibition, I was thinking to myself, man, Louisville could have really used Amani Bates. Um, and and going into this season, I don't think there's much expected of Louisville in in terms of this particular team. I don't think any uh, you know, any certainly no Louisville fan is like we're we're we expect to even make the tournament. I don't think. Um, but you certainly Tate expect to beat a Division two team, uh, and especially a Division two team that what was ten and eighteen last year. Is that what I saw? Yes. You're right. They're not even a good Division II team. This isn't a case of, uh, um, you know, like when 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 I was at Ohio State, we lost to Finley, who I believe was the defending Division II national champion. So it was like still, it was the most embarrassing thing ever. And Coach Mata wrote Finley on the board and misspelled it. And every time I walked by, I was like, should I fix it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to fix it. 
I told you that story. Have I told you that story? <laughs> I knew that he wrote it on the board, but I didn't know that he spelled it wrong. That's we lose hilarious. our exhibition game to Division Two Team Finley, and he writes, uh, he spells Finley wrong and 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 on the dry rate and then like puts a box around it and the idea is like we're gonna leave that on the board this is gonna motivate you all season and every day of practice i would walk by and it's like you know like my eyes twitching i'm like <laughs> you're like picking up a marker some days yeah. you're like popping the calf you're like no nah, not I'm, today i'm not weighing today. the the risk of like if i fix this i'm yeah. definitely kicked off the team but also like <laughs> if i continue to see it misspelled it's going to kill me um <laughs> But they were the it was it was that embarrassing for us though. My point was it was that embarrassing that he wrote it on the board and was like this this cannot happen in this program. Mm -hmm. And they were the defending national champions and were actually very very good. So I can't imagine losing to a, a ten and eighteen Division two team by ten. By it 10. wasn't even close. No, I mean, and they were up by as many as fourteen late, and uh, they went on like a twelve. They go on a twelve zero run in the second half, and basically this game. If you saw any of this game, I watched the highlights. From what you could see from Louisville's side, it was just, it, it, there was no hope to be inspired. Like, there wasn't like a, a, an impressive, you know, prospect on the bench where you're like, well, this kid will develop, you know what I mean? He's young, whatever. It was like, you're watching Jalen Withers and company, and it felt very... Score 47 points against the... Against a D2 team. team. And, and then the coach of the D2 team, Lenore Ryan, was Kenny Payne's teammate at Louisville. Oh no. Yeah. So this was a this is supposed to be the definition of a friendly exhibition game. This is supposed to be Kenny Payne's first game. Nice easy win over Lenore Ryan, we've never heard of. Check the box. Everyone's excited. Jalen Withers looks great. But instead, I'm slamming the panic button. On on okay. Uh I'm slamming on, it. on this particular team, on the, on Kenny Payne on in the general. Era, on the era. On the program. On the on the era. On the Kenny, on the Kenny Payne, Payne era. era. Yes. Not yeah. the program. The program I, I the, the program, program is will, the program. We'll we'll always endure. endure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but, Ken, but if Payne I'm era. Kenny Payne, this is worst case start. Everything Kenny Payne I, hot seat is what you're saying. <laughs> everything that Kenny Payne had promised or what he was supposed to be, you know, this 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 yeah. person that comes in and gets everything back on track. He's supposed to be this amazing recruiter. Well, the two guys that we know that he flagged to bring in, DJ Wagner, now is, probably, is, let's be honest, he's going is, to Kentucky yeah. or at least the Nike school. Like, yeah. that's just what it is. And then you have Imani Bates. These are the two guys that, you know, you talk to Louisville fans eight months ago, nine months ago, 10 months ago. They're saying, don't worry. We got DJ Wagner in the bag and we got Imani Bates coming on the way and we're up. We're everything's trending up. Mm -hmm. And right now it just feels like the plane took off and 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 it's not going well. Yeah. We, we, this is not the, what you want to see. Both of the engines. Yes. Failed. We're hit by birds. And we're just hoping that we can <laughs> land safely. Yeah. Dude, I uh, so here, here, here's my here's my takeaway. Um, from Louisville losing to a Division II team that sucks. Um, it's time to put the banner back up. I think this program okay. has suffered enough. I think yeah. I think uh, this is officially rock bottom. Um, this is this is uh, I you know every every time something bad happens to, to Louisville basketball, I am conditioned like I'm sure you are. Our buddy Mike Rutherford to 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 see what he sees or, or has to say about it. See what he uh, uh, thinks. You know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and my my gauging of mike is that he's just completely numb and dead inside and it, it, like it, it's really sad to see like i'm, I'm being i'm being genuine but like there's, there's an element of like completely checked out and not from mike but like the, the louisville you know what i mean like the, the excitement was back yeah it's now gone and there's a feeling around the program that they're all just dead inside and just like waiting for something to to make them care and feel alive again and i think that something should be on opening night kenny payne wins me back 
if on opening night for Louisville, which I don't know what their schedule is, they play next Monday, maybe. Um, he just decides I'm going to raise the banner. We're going to raise the banner. We're going to put up double middle fingers to the NCAA. We're putting the 2013 banner back up because the punishment that Louisville has faced from from basically the moment Rick Pitino was fired till now, it it it, it is cruel and unusual compared to everyone what, else. what actually happened <laughs> and what and everyone else what everyone else's punishment is right. Yeah. No. I mean, if you're if you're Louisville and you just watched the national championship and you watch Kansas, who is an Adidas school doing exactly what you were basically, you yes. know, uh, burned at the stake for, where they're like, this terrible program is doing this, this, and that. Well, so are they. They just won a national championship, no questions asked. No one even brought up the investigation that's still ongoing, and rightfully so, because it's ridiculous. It's erroneous. We all know that this is happening in college basketball, and the fact that Louisville... In 2013, we watched this team win a national championship. We had, I mean, and and people really pulled for this team. This is the Kevin Ware year. I mean, this is one of the most yes. memorable. Like Peyton Siva's dad is it, awesome. It, it, like this is such a lovable. Luke Hancock team. was like shot faking his way into Bob Knight's heart. I remember that vividly. Every every game that Bob Knight called, and Luke Hancock would catch it. Pump fake and Bob Knight would cream his pants. Like, exactly. This he's, guy gets he's like, it. why is this guy not at IU? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and at the time he was probably like, I'm glad this guy's not at IU. But in general, watching that game, watching that team, Montrez Harrell as a freshman. I mean, they had, you know, Bahan and all these guys, very likable team. Rick Patino coaching mm -hmm. at the highest level. This is a team that should be honored. Luke Hancock is on ACC Network. He mm -hmm. he is, you know, why do we have to do the Reggie Bush thing with him where he's like the MOP, but also wink, wink, no, he's not because it didn't happen. It, yeah, happened. it happened. We watched it. Yeah. Give it back. If you're going to kill Louisville, if you're going to have to make them wade in the waters of mediocrity like they have been the past four or five years, Give them the title back. Give them the title or DJ Wagner. One or the other. One or the other. One or the you other. Choose. Yeah, but they or have Monty to. Bates. They, they, Louisville deserves, like, this is. And and we've we've made more Louisville jokes than than know, anyone like, than anyone we've but at a certain point um, maybe not Kentucky fans yeah maybe we'll, not we'll yeah, give maybe them. not anyone <laughs> but at a certain point dude it just it, it just becomes cruel and unusual and I guess that was my that was my feeling coming out of Lenore Ryan Lenore Ryan Lenore Ryan Lenore Ryan um, beating Louisville <laughs> by ten was just like enough's enough this is not even I, I'm I'm no longer laughing I'm just I'm just sad at what Louisville has become and. Um, I want Rick Pitino back. I wanted him back when they hired Kenny Payne. That's not going to happen. I I, I will always be a uh, rear view mirror type guy with that stuff. Every, every coaching vacancy that that's the first thing I do whenever a coaching vacancy comes up is I figure out who the best coach was. Yeah. Um, in that program, and is he still alive? And if so, they should bring him back. Yeah. Bill run Snyder, it, Bill Snyder at Kansas State. Run football. it back, <laughs> Mac Brown, Carolina football. Run, yeah, run it back. back. It is the time. And also, uh, Louisville had 10 Final Fours with 2012-2013. They get those vacated. So now they're yeah. back to eight Final Fours. 10, is, 10 sounds better, and 10 feels right. And they've won two national also, championships, you, and it should be three. If you go back and think about what they got the banner taken down for, my understanding was the stripper party. The strippers, right? yes. The strippers. Yes. Um, who went, how, how did the 2013 team benefit from the stripper parties? Because wasn't... And I'm asking this genuinely. Wasn't the, the the only two people I remember being involved in the stripper parties were Jaquan Lyle. Like I I know there were more, but I'm saying like that we know for sure were Jaquan Lyle and Antonio Blakeney who went to LSU, and Jaquan Lyle went to Ohio State and then transferred out of there. Um, it's not like Peyton Siva was at these part. Uh, you might, he might have may have been, but they couldn't prove it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it's not like the Russ Smith was and Luke Hancock and Gorgie Jang were all at these parties that we know of. 
like what so i guess when i'm thinking about it rationally even the part of my brain that's like you have to follow the rules um so take the banner down louisville what how did they get a competitive advantage from the stripper parties how did that help the 2013 team win the title it didn't it didn't it didn't. It didn't. It, you, you still, I think you still punish the program. Mm -hmm. I think it's still a moral failing. I, I think you and I still make the jokes um, <laughs> about Rick Pitino, but I, I don't, I don't vacate those. I'm not vacating my jokes. I'm not vacating. I'm not giving that up. But the, uh, the title, I don't understand how they got to compete. Like that doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute with my brain. Give them the title back or DJ Wagner, maybe both. Yeah. And I think away we go. And I think Louisville's back. That's all they need. And I think as a, as a nation that has watched a team win a national championship, we watch what happened on the court. Everything that you said. Don't gaslight me. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I saw it. Yeah. Like I, I, and I like to have a national champion like 2020 pray to God. We never have a 2020 again for all the many reasons, but mainly because we didn't have a national champion. Yeah. And, and don't you dare. You're telling me that in a decade, there are two years that there are no national champion. That That's, is erroneous on all accounts. It's, it's incomplete. It's, I, it's, I, I don't like I, it. I am, I am upset. And, and I'm almost at the point where 2020 Kansas given the national championship, just so we don't have this BS. We need Sherry Berry to declare a 2013 and 2020 national Thank champion. Yes. Bring, bring her our, in to our, take our a look at it. Lenore Ryan comes in. And declares who actually won. She assesses it all and says, "Here's here's my thoughts." Uh, speaking of 2020, I mean, twisting the knife, dude. That was the only. That's the only season that Louisville was. Uh, I mean, I good, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know what the line of demarcation. Well, they at the, were the number one team in the country, uh, right? Yeah, at 20, 2020, and then they lost point. in Madison Square Garden, I believe. In New they York. started to fall apart a little bit. I think they were still. They were still ranked, definitely, yeah, yeah, by the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like top 15 or something. It seemed like it was all all fine, but then we had the Dino Gaudio. I mean, really, the beginning of the end was the Dino Gaudio fallout. I, I mean, that that was just... But that's why Kenny Payne was supposed to be like, okay, we're done. Wipe our hands of, we're yeah. done with Tom Jurich and, and Rick Pitino and the Chris Mack and Dino. Like, we're, we're done with all of that. We finally have a guy who's charismatic, who, who the fan base goes nuts about, who recruits will go nuts about, who the old heads of Louisville... Uh, the Denny Crum era guys will go nuts, but like he was the perfect guy. We install him, we step back, we watch the magic happen. He brings in his, he brings in the number one recruits grandpa. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And then Lenore Kentucky Ryan, bringing in the number one recruits father. <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> they did not see Dude, that give happening. him the title back. And uh, <laughs> did you see Jacob Toppin was laughing in Kentucky's post game press conference? Uh, one of the one of the Kentucky uh, talking about the Kentucky media. I actually I actually kind of respect it because like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you have shameless. to. You have it's to so shameless. Yeah. It's the, tip so, of the cap. Some Kentucky guy, uh, <laughs> Kentucky, and I, by Kentucky, I mean uh, UK guy, Big yeah. Blue mm -hmm. Nation guy. BBM, baby. Uh, asked Jacob Toppin about his thoughts about Louisville losing to Lenore Ryan. And then Jacob Toppin was like, what happened? And they told him, and then he started laughing. And, you know, it, it, the reason I saw it was because um, it was being circulated because everyone was reminding Jacob Toppin that he lost to St. Peter's the last time he played a competitive competitive basketball game, um, but I I I you know I th th but that that shows you how low that Louisville's program is like Kentucky is as it currently stands right this second Kentucky is in the most embarrassing position they've been in as a program since they lost to Robert Morris like, yes yeah maybe more maybe right more um as a as, you know just in terms of like how much you should be sticking your chest out as a program Kentucky is. 
Yeah. And they're still laughing at Louisville. That's how bad it's gotten for Louisville. And, and I will say, I have to recant what I said earlier about the downfall. The start of the downfall for Chris Mack was when he beat Kentucky mm-hmm. and he did the, the WWE mm-hmm. wrestling That's video right. That's right. that he never could really explain why he did it or, or what happened. But that was really the beginning of the end because the moral high ground was easy for John Calipari to climb on from that point forward. Yeah, and it right. was over with. And I think right now there there's a level... There's a level where when remember when Mike Woodson went to Indiana and then all you heard about was like he didn't he can't do it he can't co- he can't reach these kids mm-hmm. and he's just not gonna, yeah, yeah he, he's not he's not gonna want to get into Mike Woodson is he's in the deep end he's swimming he's having a great time Kenny Payne I heard nothing about that you know what I mean mm-hmm. but coming from a similar situation with the New York Knicks coming from the NBA mindset and now he's coming back and he's competing against the school that he was the primary recruiter for maybe yeah. there's some some closer feelings than we may admit. Maybe there's a certain level of like, they're the A, we're the B. There's some things Which going on. Which is why, on. Tate, raise the 2013 banner next week at home and remind everybody we have won a national title. More, more recently recent. than you. Yes. yes. Losers. That's yes. what you had. That, that is the moral high ground. That's the that only way. Had, that's know? the only card Louisville has left to play. <laughs> exactly. Raise the banner. Yes. If the NCAA comes knocking, just slam the door in their face. Yes. Say, do something, bitch. Yeah. And... And then they will do something, and they'll nuke the program. Yeah, <laughs> so we will not cooperate. We will not. We will not do that. And if they try to nuke uh, the program, say the NCAA is dead, right? Yeah, is that, I mean, is dead. That's what you have to do now. Like, if yeah. I'm Kansas and the NCAA comes and says, we're going to think about vacating your 2022 title, I'm like, okay, well, we're leaving the NCAA model. And then yeah. the NCAA is like, sorry, what, yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, We didn't mean that. No, I would love that. Louisville go, well, Louisville goes independent as a program okay. and does it, isn't in the, in, in the NCAA at all. They go to Division Two and play the North Rhine. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, with national championship. <laughs> Quick break to talk about our friends at Coors Light. College football season is here, but we've got responsibilities and obligations fighting for our attention. That's why Coors Light is on a mission to protect your Saturdays with the beer that's made to chill. Our weeks are filled with deadlines, responsibilities, and just stress in general, but it is college football season, and when the weekend hits, you've got to protect your chill. So this season, make time to chill out and catch the game at your favorite bar, and while you're at it, order an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Uh, I am going to, breaking news, I will be in Evanston, Illinois on oh. Saturday. Oh. The Ohio State Buckeyes, Northwestern Wildcats, nice. slaughter mm. is what the experts are saying it mm. will be. I hope Chris Collins is there. Um, I, uh, I, I got this sick uh, Ohio State starter jacket for the game. But I think it's gonna be too warm. I think it's gonna be like sixty or something. What? So I'm gonna be the too L- warm. I'm gonna be the LA guy. That's like <laughs> it's like sixty degrees, and I'm <laughs> wearing a beanie and a thick uh, starter jacket. But uh, you know, it'll be uh, the the weather will be too warm, Tate. But how about this? Mm. The mountains will be blue. Yeah, it'll be ice cold. Yeah. So for that reason, I'll wear the starter jacket because I will be drinking Coors Lights. Coors Light is mountain cold refreshment made to chill. It is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. Take a sip as soon as the mountains turn blue. That's when you know your Coors Light is ice cold. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, the perfect companion for every game. Chill with Coors Light this football season. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door. Drizzle your Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, GEICO can help, like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. Should we talk about Tennessee and Gonzaga? I think that's the most... Uh... I mean, Texas blew out Arkansas. We'll talk about them all. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about uh, both of these games. But I want to start with Tennessee Gonzaga because I think that's the most um, the, the 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 game you can take the most away from, or you can the, surprising certainly um, in some regards uh, in a way that Texas Arkansas I don't think like necessarily shocked me. I think the final score shocked me, but I don't think uh, the result necessarily did. Tennessee Gonzaga. Um, I guess I'll start with this. Were you more? Do you walk away from this saying you're more impressed with Tennessee or more concerned about Gonzaga? Tennessee wins 99 to 80. Uh, played in Fort Worth, I believe. Yeah, in a pay per view. Neutral. Um, yeah. Uh, this was a real exhibition, by the way. This was on television, mm -hmm. pay per view deal. Uh, this was not a scrimmage where I, I watched the highlights. Yeah, this is not. This is not guys working on things and going through situations. No and there's tinkering. No, there's no tinkering. It was like let's play a 40 minute game. Start the clock. Wear our real uniforms. I think that's the that's the uh, that's the deciding factor for me. If you're wearing your your, your real uniform, it's not a scrimmage. It's an exhibition. And if you're wearing the practice jerseys, you can call it a scrimmage. Yeah, and you can kind of wash away the result because you're like, we're not even in full yeah, uniform. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. Yeah. But this was on TV. You could watch it. And my big takeaway was one: Tennessee is legit, and I mean that from a physicality standpoint. Right? Mm -hmm. They kind of punked Gonzaga from from the tape that I saw, especially a few times with Drew Timmy himself. Tennessee looked like the tougher team. I think Zakai Ziegler is one of those guys. You know, we talked about our our list, like the Koozie watch list. Ziegler's on that list for me. He looked legit. He looked like mm, uh, you're watching him. I, I like Ziegler. He's on my watch <laughs> okay. list. Um, in general, though, Tennessee just looked like a more prepared team. They look like a better coach team, and they look like a more talented team. And I think those three things say to me, I'm worried about Gonzaga. Because I, I, and maybe maybe we'll come out that Tennessee is the cream of the crop in the SEC, and 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 they are that team. But in general, you watch this game, you watch these highlights. One, it looked like Tennessee wanted to play in it for sure, and two, it looked like Gonzaga has a lot of things to figure out. Gonzaga being ranked second in the country actually upsets me. It, what, what upsets me is that I was a Gonzaga guy for a very long time Tate. and i'm not i guess i'm not anti gonzaga i'm anti gonzaga being ranked number two to start the season based on what on drew timmy being drew back timmy. on on like it, it, it's driving me crazy i've like worked yeah. myself into a circle like talking about gonzaga because i was banging the drum forever saying gonzaga is better than all the haters are saying and mm -hmm. like they don't actually choke in the tournament if you look at you look at the numbers people crunch the uh, analytics ever heard of them they actually say that gonzaga doesn't get upset that often. It was just like a couple times, you know, and like otherwise they played to their seed and they're not that bad. Um, and and if, you know, 2017, they're right there in the national title game. Like if if you look over the you know all of these things that I was I was very happy to point out. Uh, now it's like swung way too far the other way. Where preseason rankings, Gonzaga just gets thrown a top foot. Like Gonzaga gets the blue blood treatment. We talk about it all the time. They've, yeah, they've won zero national titles. I don't understand how this happened. They get treated as a program. As though uh, this is 1993 and they just won back-to-back -back titles. They won in like like Jalen Suggs is Grant Hill, and in 2021 he was he was a freshman and they won, went undefeated and won the title. And then he came back last year and they won the title again with Chet Holmgren, his buddy from Minnesota. 
And then now it's 1993 and they're 1993 Duke. And that's how people are looking. That's how Gonzaga gets treated. Yeah. And I don't understand. No, Drew Timmy is Christian Leitner to the yeah. national media. Yes. And Drew Timmy. And I, let's be honest. Christian Leitner would screw. Like he would, he would, he would, he would handle Drew Timmy pretty easily. <laughs> in my opinion. I agree with that. <laughs> so, and I know. I mean, that's, like, a, that's Christian Leitner is that much better. He's not Christian Leitner. Yeah, man. So I, I find myself like when I watch Gonzaga and I watch Timmy, I get so close. Like it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm ready to say some regretful shit about them not being good. Like Drew Timmy's a, like, I don't think he's bad. It's just like, how is this man? Like he, he some people said he was a preseason national, like Oscar Sheboy's who, who was the, the publication? I said Drew Timmy is their preseason national player of the year. I can't remember because there's so many you, preseason you know, lists. But like, yeah, we Oscar Shiboy's coming it. back and yeah. Timmy's your national player of the year. Are you insane? When Chet Holmgren was on the team last year and by the end of the season, you're like, I trust Chet a whole lot more than Timmy. Dude, this guy had one. Like, Timmy was awesome. Don't get me wrong. In yeah. 2021, when Gonzaga goes undefeated up into the title game, of he was course. incredible. He also had Jalen Suggs on his team, Corey Kispert on his team, Andrew Nimhart on his team, Joel Iye on his team. When, when you surround a dude with those guards... Like, I, I could have played center and, and got a double-double every night. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you just set picks and roll to the basket, lay it in, because, like, the defenses are... And, and then you're stroke playing, your mustache. Yeah, and then you stroke your mustache and <laughs> point to the crowd. Like, and again, I know I'm not saying Drew Timmy's a bum. He's not. I, no, he's, of course he's, not. He's very, very good. He's and, preseason you know, All-American. But yeah. we're just saying the treatment of the pre, of the fact that, like, like, number two in the country is pretty shocking. The fact that Gonzaga gets treated like they're inevitable because of Drew Timmy is insane to me. It's mm -hmm. actually insane. He's not like that's that doesn't mean anything to me. Like Drew, you tell me Drew if Drew Timmy would have transferred to Kentucky, like if, if Drew Timmy transferred to Kentucky and Oscar Sheba wasn't on the team, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be like, that doesn't mean Kentucky's like my new national champion favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah, say Oscar Sheba's not playing this year. Drew Tim he, he goes pro. Timmy transfers to Kentucky. I'd be doing the exact same. I'd be like, yeah, they're gonna be good, but like, no, I'm not I'm not ready to bet the farm on Kentucky just because Drew Timmy's on the team. Of course, and let's be quite honest, like if Tommy Lloyd was still at Gonzaga and things hadn't fundamentally changed at Gonzaga since 2021, I would be a little bit more I, I would have reservations before I say certain things, but I'm still trying to see what Gonzaga looks like post Tommy Lloyd. Yes. Cuz you know who looks a lot like the Gonzaga that I was afraid of? Arizona. <laughs> Arizona, yeah. And that's run by Tommy Lloyd. And I'm not saying that you're taking away anything from Mark Fear or whatever, but I still think that Gonzaga has to find that identity again of who they are and just trot and drew, drew Timmy back out there and saying everything's going to be fine. We're a top five team because of that. Like Julian Strother is he, Tennessee went at them. Like dude, they, they were not your, your guards are Rasheer Bolton, Hunter Solace, and Julian Strother. Like all these guys are names we know, and we, we they're they're good players. Again, like I, you got to, but they have to take that step. We we live in a Salas in particular. We live in a black and white world, obviously, when we're talking about sports. So like I want to make it clear, I don't think these guys are bad. In fact, I think they're very good basketball players. But think about when the you four start guys talking, you said before, though. Yeah, when you start talking yeah. about like what it takes to win national championships, that's the standard I'm treating Gonzaga with. Exactly. Um. Yeah, like this is this, this team is this team's nowhere. The, the the team from twenty twenty one would have beat would beat this Gonzaga team by a hundred. They would mm -hmm. the, this Gonzaga team would be doing the the Duke move at the second half and saying, let's just call, it. let's just do a running clock the last eight minutes. Let's just call it. And the Drew Timmy of that team would work this Drew Timmy. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Like that that's the other part of it where. I, a lot of times, I think with college basketball, and we all do it. I mean, you think the guy comes back. Well, he must have added this to his game. He must have gotten this much better. I'm not sure that Drew Timmy sometimes is better. He's just the guy. Sometimes he's he is the same who he guy. Is. Yeah, yeah, he is who he is. And Drew Timmy's good. He's not. He's not good enough to carry a team to a national championship. That's he my. That's my stance he, on Drew Timmy. He also said he came back because there was more money at the school than it would be if he went yeah. to play, play professionally. 
which also is a red flag in a sense that you're like, well, that means that he worked out and these teams are like, he's not that great, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it, it's it's great for Tennessee. I'm excited for Tennessee. I think Tennessee I th- is I very I think they're good. a legit yeah. team. Yes. And, but I do have my concerns with Gonzaga. And, and I think Mark Few does as well. If you watch some of that game, Mark Few had some, he's like looking around. Like, 99 points, dude. You yeah, give up 99 he, points. He's like, what's going on here? You know, like, can, we guard, can we guard a guy? Like, can we, like, we're just getting beat off the dribble every time that one of these guards catch it. Defense and guards is the formula. And, yeah. uh, I, I, I see neither with Gonzaga right now. Agreed. And, and I don't, you know, so, uh, and yeah, last year they had Chet to play defense, you know, like that was he's the defensive anchor. And that's a, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know. nice to have a guy that's seven foot two on the back end that can, like, yes. basically block it and, cl- and close out to the three point line. I'm with you, though. Uh, Ziegler is a great college point guard. Great. I, I love the way he carries himself. He's, he's one of those guys that uh, that you can count on one hand the number of teams that wouldn't start him immediately. Of course, if Zakai Ziegler was the starting point guard at Kentucky, I'd say they were the number one team in the yeah, country. He's incredible. That's how much I, um, I think he's really good. Vescovy didn't play well, but he's incredible too. He can be him. really great. Yeah. Tyree Key was the the guy who went off. He's mm-hmm. he, he's been a bucket getter at Indiana, and he and like I don't want to I don't want to overreact to one exhibition game. Um, he had 26 in this game. Like he, he went nuts for them. And he looked good. Uh, but when, when these guys transfer from smaller schools, so he, he's been Indiana State's best player for years. Um, when when guys are transferring from uh, smaller schools, the fear is can they you know continue and especially like a guy like a like him who's you like know, a score a, a score mm-hmm. yeah. Can you continue to to have that production when you know instead of a six two guy guarding you at six five now and um. And yeah, I'm not going to overreact and say like we definitively got our answer after one game. But if you're a Tennessee fan, you're like, oh man, this is this is incredible to have a guy like this thrown into the mix. Absolutely, they're already because you know Tennessee is going to be great defensively. They might be the best team in the country defensively. But the problem um, with them sometimes is like can Tennessee like they're almost a little Big Tenish at times where they're like, yeah, can are they going to score more than 55 in this game? But if exactly. you have a guy who who can put up 30 himself, you have yes. a nice little safety, a right. nice little safety net there. So. Um, I, I Tennessee's at Arizona December seventeenth. Um, the the rematch. Remember la- the game last year that uh, mm-hmm. Arizona got screwed by the refs. They probably wouldn't have won anyway. But it was I, that stands out to me. I was like, this is the most egregious thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm excited about that game because uh, I I maybe I'm wrong, but like my my what I remember about Tennessee last year was they were awesome at home. And they weren't bad uh, on the road, but they, they were, were just different. They were different. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch them on the at home, you're like, this team is the best team in the country. And then you'd watch them on the road sometimes, uh, especially in the SEC when they play. The SEC is wild, dude. The SEC is. I want to remind everybody before the season gets started that there will be SEC teams that blow your socks off when you're watching them on TV um, when they're playing at home and they beat good teams at home. And you'll say to yourself, that team is going is good enough to go to the Final Four. And you might be right, but we all need to pump the brake. I'm talking to myself too, yeah, yeah, because yeah. this happens. Auburn is a great example. Florida is going to have some juice in the in the uh, Todd Golden era. Absolutely, they're going to get those pom poms going, those shiny pom poms in the ozone. Um, and fl- like Colin Castleton is going to be dunking on people, and like it's going to look bonkers down there. And then you're going to suddenly be like, "Is Florida a Final Four contender?" And what I just want to say to everybody is like, let's all take a deep breath and wait until we see these SEC teams away from home because like. To their credit, these SEC teams have built like some insane atmospheres. Arkansas is another one. Um, so anyway, 
I, I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm excited about that game at Arizona though, because I'm gonna we're gonna find out a lot about Tennessee. Though. Yeah, I know, and that's uh that's the thing you fly, you flag Tennessee now, and you say they're a Final Four type team, but you know we have to see Rick Barnes do it. Unfortunately, I know. I know. That's the problem with Tennessee. Like I, I really like the way they looked in the scrimmage. Do it, but Rick. we have to get the march. Rick, do it, Rick. Prove us all wrong. Just do it, Rick. Please, I dare you. Please, you won't. Rick. Please, Rick. <laughs> Did you see uh the Tennessee uh uh at the the Kentucky Tennessee football game, they were uh, the, the the basketball team was there with the SEC championship trophy. Oh, really? And they um they introduced or they brought them on the field and they waved with the crowd and everything. And the basketball team walked over to the Kentucky fans and started waving at them. It's incredible. I mean, you it love was incredible. To see it. I mean, I, I personally there's a big there's a big uh, throng of blue fans like in the corner and like they're all walking over like waving at the guy. I personally am a fan of uh, Kentucky Tennessee and they really do Absolutely. not like each other and their fan bases are very they're very similar in, in a vein in the way that they approach things and uh, the worst fans I've ever dealt with as far as like actually getting at me and making me scared were Tennessee fans. So yeah. I I mean you put them with the Kentucky. They won fans. the they won the SEC tournament by the way, not the yeah, Auburn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I yeah, want to clear yeah. that up, but uh, yeah, they're, they're SEC tournament championship, and they were, yeah. And if you're yeah. Kentucky, I mean, coming off St. Peter's, and you had so high the high expectations for football, then you lose your court. You know, I mean, they're you're getting your ass beat on the football field, yeah. and then the basketball team comes over by, and they're, they're like, yeah, we're beating you in both these. That's and they and you know Tennessee beat Alabama too. So I mean, this is uh, like they have a lot to talk about right now. Tennessee fans, they're feeling themselves. <laughs> they're feeling themselves. <laughs> they're feeling themselves big time, and they will let it be known. Rightfully so, man. That's what it's all about, dude. You go yeah. through so many years of pain and misery as fans, but you know, especially that football program. But uh, oh, because in Tennessee fans' minds, they look at Alabama like what Nick Saban did, and they're yeah. like, "That should have been us." You right. know what I mean, like right. we we should have gotten that coach that takes us to that next level. So, yeah, they're excited. No, I'm with you, man. They're they're freaking crazy. I remember we played there in Knoxville one year, and it was. It was that was I, I've talked about that on the show before. That was like the I wasn't scared, but it was like this is a different breed of people down here. No, like, exactly. is, I mean, we played in the South. You, you like can, it wasn't just the South. Scared. It was like specifically You can say scared. I mean like I, we played at Carolina, we played at Florida, we yeah, played yeah. at uh Tennant like so I it wasn't just like the South. It was like this specific part of the yes. the country. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, God damn, these people are <laughs> they love it. I mean, I, I the only Tennessee Carolina game I ever went to in my life was the Music City Bowl. So that's a neutral site, even yeah. though it's in Nashville. And I never, I, I've never felt that unsafe at a sporting event. <laughs> People were throwing beer balls, beer bottles at my family. <laughs> Shout out to your family, by the way. You sent me a picture of your your mother and father for Halloween. Yeah, uh, your mom was Caleb Love, right? My mom dressed up as Caleb Love, and um, your and your father was who? Bo Baroski. So my <laughs> my dad had the ref uniform on. My mom, uh, she drew like a little stencil mustache, you know, around. Did your uh, dad Caleb put Love. like pillows in his ass? Like, to, like, make his ad, did he did he have like a monitor he was walking around looking at uh, at all times? I think he, he needed a prop or something. But my mom <laughs> did say, I think at one point he blew the whistle and caught it on the floor. He caught it on the floor. Um, quickly, can we talk about Texas Arkansas? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think there's much to glean from this other than the the final score. I think, I think Arkansas, uh, for me, this is this is not shocking because this is first of all Arkansas is very very young Texas very is the young. opposite of that yeah. uh, Arkansas did have twenty three turnovers um, but th th this is this the mo for Arkansas and the years that Eric Musselman has been there is that they have like a cupcake schedule to start they they go like eight or nine and zero oh. I think this has happened all three years um, then they they play a team with a pulse and they lose and then the wheels start slowly falling off where you're like oh my god. 
that that start to the season was fraudulent. Mm-hmm. I was doing this last year. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 it was like it was like into December. We were both like, "Is Arkansas a fraud? They're a fraud. Yeah, yeah. they're definitely a fraud. No, no question about it." <laughs> and then the calendar turns, and they start putting it together, and then they go to the lead eight, and then you look back, and you're like, "How did you lose like six out of seven during that one stretch?" Yeah. Um. So to to that point, this game against Texas is like it's supposed to come. It's 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 supposed to come like mid December. And instead, it came in as a as a scrimmage. So I, was this an exhibit? This was an exhibition. This was an exhibition. Yeah, this game it was is supposed an exhibition. to be televised, but then yeah. they decided to remove it. Yeah, pr- pr- this probably Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Moss. Moss is like wipe the tape. Um, so I'm not freaking out about Arkansas. I don't think I, you know, I, I don't know how good they're going to be. Like we'll, we'll see. We'll see them in Maui. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Nick yeah. Smith is. Uh, we'll also see Louisville in Maui. Oh God, dude. Unless Lenore Ryan took their spot, I don't know if, how that works. If dude, Louisville could have lost to Shamanad. Oh, for sure. This, if this could have been a Shamanad year, but the Shamanad's the kicking themselves, dude. I know. Um, I swear to God, if Ohio State goes zero and three, and and I'm I'm, I'm getting I'm a Lenore, plank, I'm getting a Lenore Ryan jersey. I'm getting on a boat in Maui and I'm walking the plank. I'm just having the boat take me out to the middle of the Pacific. I'm tying some rocks to my feet and I'm walking the plank for losing to the Lenore Ryan. Get out of here. Oh um, man. Yeah. So Arkansas, I'm not hitting the panic button. Obviously. If you're going to play an exhibition, I prefer not to lose by 30, but, you know, it's a long season. I think this is kind of par for the course from us and, and whatever. Uh, my takeaway of this is I think the 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 run we've, of, of Texas jokes might be coming to an end, Tate. I'm, I'm, I'm not there think, yet. You don't think so? I'm not there yet. I Te- think I think we might be. Texas I think, got up by 30 in this game, reportedly. So, I mean, you know, tip of the cap, respect. But I remember a time in 2020 – yeah, back in 2020, mm-hmm. we went to the Maui Asheville Championship and a team that also wore those different coach. Orange. No, different but, coach, but same program. Okay. And a program that we all know same lo- culture, lo- same lo- minister of culture. The culture, yeah, the minister <laughs> of culture remains the same, Matthew McConaughey. And I do think Texas has Texas has teased me so many times in November, December. Like, I mean, I, I watched Kobe White play Texas in Vegas and Texas just run him off the court. I remember and Kerwin Roach had an amazing game and everyone's like, Texas I basketball. That. I remember that. Same thing, yeah. Texas in the Maui Asheville Championship beats North Carolina. Everyone's like, Texas, 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 Texas. I have to see it in January, February before I buy in. I refuse to buy in any earlier because I've been snake bitten before by Texas. I like to see it. I'm happy for Texas. I hope we're not laughing at him. And I like Timmy, <laughs> Timmy Allen. I think Timmy Allen's going to be really good for this team, but I still can't believe until I Listen, see it. Listen, I I agree with you. I um, can't. And this, but I, the the reason I was I was saying the jokes might be over is because I think that yeah, I mean like I I think this might be the year that they finally shut us up. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to continue I, to make the until I would it like, is. I would like to see it until it is. I would I will, love to see that. Okay, I'm with you until it is. I will continue to make the jokes. I'm just saying. That I I am not going to be me and my family. We are preparing for a world yeah. in which Texas basketball is good. We are preparing for that. We we have. I, I I'm 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 reading I'm reading the situation. Yeah, they're nine deep. I think. Um, they're 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 going to play defense. Like the I, Chris. I hate how Chris Beer left Texas Tech. I hate how he's kind of uh, been a little smug about the whole deal. And like you know, I do think that Chris Beard. Will fart in a jar and smell it and like enjoy it. I think he's like one of those types of dudes. It's fine, but I also think he's a great basketball coach and he's a great defensive mind. And I think that like if you continue to bet against Chris Beard over and over and over every season, you're going to lose a lot of money. 
Mm. Is that a fair assessment? And I think at some point, I'm not saying their final four, I'm not saying their national title. I think at some point, like you're, you have to look at like what Texas basketball is going to be and you're going to say, all right, I can't, I mean, like, I you can't deny you it. You can't deny it. Okay. They are good. And I'm saying this might be the start of that this year. That's all I'm saying. And I think that's fair to say, but I will say this. There's one thing I know about Eric Musselman outside of the muscle memes. He's a sandbagger. He's a <laughs> sandbagging true, SOB. And I've never heard of sandbagging quite like getting down 30 points to Texas, n not on TV. It's a great point. You know what I mean? This sounds like a Muscleman special where <laughs> the, the Texas fans get excited. Arkansas fans are, you know, dropping F-bombs and saying this is going to be a terrible year. And then come January, February, which is what we're talking about, I think Arkansas might be in a better spot. And I hope I'm wrong for Texas fans. Texas basketball should be good. It's going to. They're. I think they're going to be good. I they do. should be I'm good. Sorry. I'm sorry to say. I think. That, I think the the kid they got, Serge Abari from New Mexico State. I'm excited mm -hmm. about. He played with uh, Timmy Allen, Teddy Allen. He played with Teddy Allen, Timmy Allen's brother. brother yeah. Then transferred to Texas to play with the the Allen brothers. Um. Yeah. I Tyree, Tyrese Hunter. They got two five star. Like the Dylan I, Mitchell kid. Is, I do is see a world good. in my head where like SVP late night is going, Timmy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and then like Timmy Allen's like got 20 and 10, and Texas is, you know, top 10 in the country. I do see a world where that is possible, but I'm his, just saying, I know Chris Beard's putting is. on the headset as his players are like rubbing his hair yeah, and like he's yeah, smiling yeah. and like looking back at it. Yeah. Like he's looking back at his players like, come on, guys, get yeah. off me. They're like, dumping water. Yeah. They're dumping water. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, they just beat Kansas, you know, and he's putting the headset on and. And, and big and then, day, big day for this program. It, it couldn't be prouder of these then, kids. Yeah, yeah. SVP's like, you know, Chris, when you took the job, I think, uh, you know, there were a lot of people that. And then you just away we go. Yeah, I'm I, so I, ready I for college basketball. It. Yeah, I, I, I can visualize that moment. All right, last game we're going to talk about Houston Duke. Uh, as first reported on Titus and Tate um, last week before the game was even played, mm -hmm. Tate said that Duke lost. Yes. Um, and what, I, I made and fun what of happened? You, I made fun of you for it. I was like, dude, they haven't even played yet, and you're like, eh. It's over. It's over before it even started. Sure enough, Houston sixty-one, Duke fifty. Uh, this was this was a scrimmage. Um, this this was not an exhibition. This was practice jerseys. <laughs> this doesn't count. Duke didn't have their two best players. Okay, Derek Lively and D Derek. Are we saying Derek? Derek Whitehead. I, what are we going? With? I thought they were both Derek. They're Derek and Derek. I thought it was Derek and Derek, but I could be wrong. I don't. You know, know. with Duke, like as soon as they you change, and I, yeah, they change their pronunciation the regardless yeah. of what the, he actually has been called his whole life. They'll change it. Trayvon Duval, Duval. Trayvon Duval, Paulo Bencaro, Paulo 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 Bencaro, Bencaro. Um, yeah, they'll yeah, change it. They'll change it. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, Derek, D Derek Whitehead. Uh, they didn't play. Um, but you don't care about that. You say that doesn't matter. You say that that. Houston over Duke, that still moves the needle for you. Yeah, I, I I talked to a source and I asked them like what was the takeaway from this game? And they said embarrassing effort um on behalf of the Blue Devils. So I I mean I look at coaching. Is the source your mother? No, no, I mean it was a Houston person. Embarrassing okay. effort. Um but to 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 not even play a full game just so that you lose by less is the most like PR Duke move of all time. I mean that like that like I respect that Muscleman is like we got down by thirty, you know. Yeah. Granted, I didn't show it on TV, but yes, we did get down by thirty points in this game because we played a full game. And you said it was a difference, it was a scrimmage exhibition, whatever. But I mean, Houston's a really good basketball team. Of course, they're going to beat Duke in this game. Like you said, Duke didn't have the two freshmen, so you can give them the benefit of the doubt. But I, it is a little concerning, and especially the fact that like they cut the game short for a reason, obviously, for the PR of it all. 
And uh, I don't know. Nolan Smith is a Duke guy at Louisville losing. John Shire was his, they were, you know, buddies apparently like fighting to see who was going to be Coach K's next guy against each other. He's looking like well, a loser. So, I mean, where right does now, the, where does the Mr. K successor power rankings, what does it look like after the, the loss to Houston? Number one they, on the <laughs> list. I mean, a lot of people shocked. Number one on the list, Coach K. Oh, okay. the dog. It's the only, the, the, the most loyal person he has in his life. He said he wanted someone that he could trust. And I think right now the dog is number one on that list. Number two, Quinn Snyder. <laughs> Quinn Snyder still out there, still trying to find what's There is next. no rule that says a dog can't coach basketball. Show yeah. it to me. Yeah. And guess what? I've seen Air Bud. Yeah. Yeah. Look pretty good to Absolutely. me. Uh, Houston, um, I'll be honest. I'm going to, I'm going to tap my chest and put, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still, I'm still, of the opinion that Houston's going to win the national championship in front of Jim Nance. Yeah. And he's going to take his tie off. And the final tie that Jim Nance gives in his career is going to be the city of Houston itself. I don't think he's going to give it to a player. I think mm -hmm. he's going to just like put it at midcourt and walk off and and then turn around his shoulder and notice that none of the cameras saw that and pick it back up. Do it and then again. go do it again. Do it again. He's like, someone <laughs> slate this. Take two. Yeah. <laughs> Samson's back there. He's like looking for Jim. Um, I'm still of that opinion. I will say, tap the chest, put my hand in the air, Tate. I, I wasn't fully aware of all that Houston lost. I wasn't. I thought, like, I knew Kyler Edwards was gone. I thought maybe Fabian White or Josh Carlton or Tajay Moore were back. I didn't realize they were all gone. They're all and gone. And I'm a little worried's not the word. Um, I'm... We're we're monitoring the situation with the Houston big men. Mm -hmm. Um, I know like they got a they got a freshman, uh, the Walker kid, um, who I, I'm not gonna pretend like I've been grinding the tape on, but uh he's a five star and I know that that um they think highly of him. But uh yeah, I don't know. It's a situation I'm monitoring. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like I was I was very bullish on Houston when I knew that Shed and Tremont Mark and uh Sasser we're going to, uh, you know, I, I just see the visions of the three-headed guard, you know. The, yeah, the, we saw the, it with Baylor. The old school Illinois pro. Yeah, the mm -hmm. Baylor. Um, but now I'm starting to, you know, monitor the situation. We'll just say that. Yeah. That's no, all. I, and I that's think all. it's fair. And also, at the end of the day, Houston, we all know the game that Samson is playing, very similar to Muscleman, where it's like we're 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 playing the long game and we're building the, is, the resume so that everyone thinks that we're number one. Is depth going to be an issue? Is Could be. Uh um but yeah how, how many guys like because I, I feel like they're gonna run those three guards into the ground i think i feel like they're gonna average 37 they're all three gonna average like 37 minutes a game you know mm -hmm. maybe not i would like to be wrong but i i i thought i thought houston was deeper than i than they actually are i'm just really hoping that sasser is who he was before he got hurt you know what i mean yeah. like if marcus sasser looks yeah. like the best guard in the country then i yeah. i am i feel fine about houston i still think they're winning the national championship i just want to say go. um i'm not as confident as I was before. Jim Nance but, also thinks. Because they only beat Duke by 11, dude. I felt like they should have been, like, in my mind, they should have won by more. <laughs> Can you believe 12 minutes, second half? <laughs> they only scored 61 points on Duke, dude. I feel like they need to score more than that. To... It's ridiculous. I mean, who let who let them get away with that? I mean, shout out to Kelvin Sampson for being a nice guy. If someone came and said we're just going to do 12 minutes, second half, I'm like, no chance. No, no you're going you're <laughs> you to walk. You know, you're you're gonna gonna walk we're going to get up by 30. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, you know, what I would do is I'd say, okay. And as soon as they walk off the floor, I would start the clock and start playing and then just shoot wide open layups mm -hmm. and make the refs continue to play it out. Mm -hmm. And then I would, I would tweet out a different score. We'd yeah. have two different scores. We, uh, Duke, Duke would say we lost by 11. Houston would be like, we beat you by 61. 
So we were. Yeah. We played the last eight minutes without you. And, and, it turns and out, then you say show the tape and they're like, no, 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 no. Dude, we will not release the tape. Uh, anything else that we got? Would you want to do shout outs? I, I think that's uh, all I got for basketball, honestly. Like, I mean, these are the these are the big. I mean, honestly, Gonzaga is the shocking one. Right? Gonzaga is the one. That's the I big think Gonzaga is the one. Yeah. I think like you don't overreact to uh, exhibitions and scrimmages and all that. But if you were going to, I think the the. Um, the 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 one you overreact to is Gonzaga Tennessee and you if you're a Tennessee fan you walk away feeling a little bit better and if you're a Gonzaga fan you know the sky's not falling you're gonna you're gonna have a good year but it's like we, we, we every single year we it's the same conversation with Gonzaga it's national championship or bust for the program not for the each, not for each specific Gonzaga team per se but like the only thing that's going to make Gonzaga fans feel alive at this point or feel like you know we've we've done it we've so the only thing that's going to make them cry tears of joy is winning a national championship and i think you come away from that tennessee thing saying i don't know i don't i don't know how you can come away from that and say this this team is good enough to win a national championship i don't think so but i if, don't know we'll see if you're tom Izzo, though i think you see that score you see that result and you're saying to yourself there's a chance that we shock the world and we get, you know, Sparty back on top of the college basketball world, at mm -hmm. least for a moment on an aircraft carrier, on right? If you, carrier. if you go to that aircraft carrier, you beat the number two team in the country to start the season, Michigan State and the Big Ten at large, right? You got a lot of positive momentum because I think they play Gonzaga, then they play Kentucky, then they play Villanova, which is like, what a gauntlet for Michigan State. But then if you win the first one against Gonzaga, number two team in the country, no one cares. That's what we remember. How many times is Michigan State going to watch the new Top Gun before they play that game. Izzo is going to come out with the uh, the leather jacket and for the, sure. Uh, Izzo loves Halloween. And, I wonder yeah. what he is this year. Yeah. I'm sure he's going all out. Yeah, he's probably yeah Tom Cruise and Top Gun. He's mad. Are the bands there? Michigan State's band Gotta only be. plays the Top Gun theme. Got to be. Every song is mm -hmm. the Top Gun theme. <laughs> <laughs> every, every single timeout yeah. is just yeah. There's just a guy with a guitar. <laughs> yeah, there. just one guy. He's <laughs> ripping. <laughs> I think Michigan State, though, that could be like uh, for our betting fans out there, maybe Michigan State money line. Mm, that first game is something you go for. Yeah, yeah maybe. Mm. Maybe. All right. Shout outs, closeouts. Let's wrap it up. Uh, one shout out for me, a big one for me. Um, Drake May, the brother of Luke May. And mm. I'm about two weeks away from saying Luke May is the brother of Drake May because Drake May, five touchdowns, beats Pitt, seven and one, undefeated in the ACC. Sixth on the Heisman uh, is he... odds right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Climbing up the ladder. Your boy CJ Stroud, go. number one. So shout out. Oh, Stroud's still number one? He's number one in the Hooker's one I saw. One? No, it was Stroud, the one I saw. But uh, huh. Hooker probably, you know, like if you ask the comment or you ask uh, Feinbaum or whoever, they're like, yeah. it's obviously Hooker. But uh, the, the list I well, saw. You know how it Stroud. goes. Everyone wants to be contrarian, you know. Like everyone wants to be. Plus, it's like if you're in the South, you're probably going to say Hooker. Like, yeah. just like, yeah, that's just what happens. And then you're that's not going to say Stroud. I that's mean, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, but Drake may my guy, um, I I've never watched someone play quarterback like this. I showed you a highlight the other day. The guy pump fakes once to the out pump fakes a slant and then throws a touchdown over the top to Josh Downs. He's got big hands. He's six foot five and he can make every throw in the field. I've never seen anything like it. I, I Sam Howe, I love the guy. I, I I will always love Sam Howe. I'll always love Mitchell Trubisky, covered him. Marquise Williams covered him. Love those guys. Bryn Renner, TJ Yates. We've never seen someone like Drake. But Drake Mays. Ronald Curry. I've seen them all. Darian Duran. I've seen all the Carolina quarterbacks. No one is like Drake May. Wow. No wow. one. And pray to God he stays healthy. Knock on wood. Heisman hype coming into next season. He's not winning it this year. It's too late. It's too late. It's a two-horse race. 
Who's the two horses? It's CJ Hooker and, and CJ. Yeah, and Hooker. Ooh. Bryce Young's not winning because it's it's Bryce Young's done. Anytime yeah. you like, we were talking about it with Oscar. Like anytime a guy who's won it comes back, it's it's you by have to default, be insane to have yeah, a chance. Yeah, by default, everybody's like looking for someone else, and if you can make an argument that it could be someone else, they're 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 going to vote for the someone else. Yeah, so, and Hooker and Bryce, beat him head to head. Bryce so. Young's already lost it. Yeah, my, he lost and, to Hooker. And, yeah, that that was literally the high. That was like whoever wins this game. And so did the Louisville basketball program. Oh man! Also lost oh, man. to Hooker. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out uh, uh, Ross Chastain. Did you see this uh, NASCAR race? Mm-mm. The um, the Ross Chastain. I, I got to show you the video. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, he's got to finish fifth. I think I, I might be butchering this. It doesn't matter. Um, he's got to finish fifth to, to uh, qualify for the playoffs. NASCAR has playoffs now. Yeah. He's coming around turn four, Tate, and the pack. The pack of uh, he's like in tenth or something, and the pack of cars is like hitting their brakes because they're in turn four or whatever. You know, you're going into turn, you got to brake. This man puts his car up on the wall and just floors it, and it's like a like he just gets slingshot. Like he, he's running his car up against the wall and just slingshots it to the finish line, passes all sorts of cars, qualifies for the playoffs. That's like Absolutely what uh, you would do like in the the old NASCAR video games. It's exactly what he says in the post game. He's like, I did this on my GameCube in 2005. And I, I went for it, and I, I yelled. That's literally what I was. I was like, "It's a move, oh, definitely." Yes. In a nat, like if you're mad in an NASCAR video game, and you're like, "This is my Mario one Kart? last show. Yeah, Mario yeah. Kart's on Dude. GameCube. Yeah, legendary. Awesome. It was. It was the. It's the coolest thing. I'm a race fan. I'm a. You know this. I'm yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of motorsports. Tate. This might be the coolest thing I've ever seen in a race ever. It, it would have been cooler if he won because I think he finished fifth, but he won in the sense that like he had to finish fifth to qualify for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would have been a lot cooler, obviously, if he would have. I mean, I'm looking at the, the video. Race. It's it's, sick. it's insane, right? They're gonna make. They're gonna. They're gonna outlaw that. Yeah, I don't. That, that's a. That's almost like Kenny Pickett when he did the fake slide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Well, that's and it what works. some of the. I think some of the guys were were bitching about it and said it's cheating. Of course that. But that's I mean, like, you know how racing is. That's how like, every time someone does anything, people complain. Dude, it's about NASCAR. It. Like that's what the. <laughs> yeah. It's literally cheating. Like we talk. Yeah. <laughs> Of course it's cheating that's that's is that not what the sport is yeah it's part oh of the game God. charge of the game uh jose perez to west virginia the uh manhattan transfer shout that's out that's a big deal that. that's a yeah good for huggy bear to have someone because west virginia is going to be woof woof um so now that you have something to now now when you're losing every big 12 game west virginia fans you at least have a guy who's scoring 23 i was gonna say it something. goes back <laughs> to like what we we're saying about tennessee where it's like if west virginia can be a defensive team and you got one guy can get you 25 30 points hey you got a chance um, what else? What else? JT uh to a Malowau. Did you see that against uh, Penn State? Oh House, yeah, yeah, State. yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Forty four yeah. on House State. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching that game, by the way. I was getting a little nervous, but then uh, I was telling you this off the air on Sunday. It was so funny. Penn State took the lead. They they have two missed field goals that, uh, you know, one uh-huh. of them's like roughing the snapper, which I'm like, I don't think I've heard of that penalty. But, you know, it was like two penalties that keep the It's like ball. illegal formation on the defense. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two things you're like, oh, I guess. Like, Penn State, you get another chance. Yeah. They score the touchdown. Place is going crazy. They're like, we did it. And... Three plays, 75 yards later, Ohio State takes a lead right back. And yeah. I've never seen a stadium just get absolutely gutted yeah. in 25 seconds. It, but, was a, uh, it was a stereotypical Ohio State-Penn State game. They Penn State always plays us well. because Penn State has the right combination of uh, underdog mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, just let it rip. YOLO. Like, this team's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we're just, you know, <laughs> the, the, the reason that made college sports awesome, that the upset might happen. But then they also... 
uh, unlike all the other underdogs that Ohio State football has to play, Penn State actually has like five star talent at multiple positions. You know, mm. so like they have the talent to actually beat Ohio State, but they don't. But they don't go into it with the mindset like we're better than these other. They go into. They always seem to go into it with like a like. You know, I don't want to say they were lucky on plays, but like it was, there's a, there's wonky shit that happens every time Ohio mm-hmm. State plays Penn State. And yeah. I don't, I tip my cap because it is what it is. And it happens over and over and over. And that's the way, that's the way luck works is like one play is lucky. You start doing it like four or five times. You're like, all right, well, there must be something to this. But as an Ohio State guy, you're watching a game like that. You're like, this, this, what is happening is never happens against any other team except Penn State. Like these weird ass uh, yeah. penalty calls you're saying, and like the the first touchdown they scored, when like both of our guys go to tackle him, and they like doink into each other, and yeah, he just does a spin yeah. move with them. Watch that. Yeah, there, there's a little something bit like of, that where you're like, what is going on here? Little Notre Dame, Penn State yeah. has that going for them. But it was also funny, like, but then we still win in the end. Well, that's, Ohio State needs a better the, PR department because I started watching that game because I was on Twitter and I saw you know some of our Michigan friends basically like how embarrassing. To be playing this badly, yeah. you know, against Penn State, yada, against yada, yada. Michigan State, is when, when, oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. When when Michigan State was hanging around, is that what they were saying? Oh no, no they didn't no, say that. They didn't tweet that. The they team were not. That Ohio State they beat the not. shit out. But that's of, why I turned the game yeah, on because okay. I was like, is Ohio State getting blown out this game? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, shout out to Michigan not. though. I will say, University of Michigan um, <laughs> is uh, anti post game fight now. Um, mm. So that is. Uh, some people would say it's hypocrisy, Tate, that uh, the Michigan fans defend Juwan Howard, but then Harbaugh said it was the one, the yeah. like the most twisted thing he'd ever. He said this quote was like unbelievable. I I, I want to say this: it's it's not hypocrisy to me. It's growth. It's maturity. It's um they've they've learned from things, and and that was pretty messed up. But they got it. They got to do something about that tunnel, man. They got to like figure they got it. to. It that happens, that's scary. It feels like it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not victim blaming. By the way, it's it's messed up, and Michigan State is 100 percent in the wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, having said that, <laughs> as we move forward, how do we make sure this doesn't happen again? I don't know. Maybe have more than play on Valentine's Day, yeah. right? Play, is play, that, yeah, isn't, yeah. That the, isn't that the answer? I can't wait for Big Ten football media day. <laughs> Spring the, game, the, the, little, yeah, little the meet up. The Michigan, the one Michigan player, and the ten guys that beat the shit out of him in the game are all like taking a picture each, around each other next year. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what it, that's what we're going for. Um, final thought on on Big Ten football: Justin Fields is good, as first reported on Titus and Tate. Justin Fields is in fact a good quarterback, and uh, it's not his fault. Uh, it's not his fault. So it never has been. Suck it, haters. Um, yeah. He is actually good, and as I said all along, if the Bears, the Chicago Bears, if every guy on the Bears was as good at their position as Justin Fields is at quarterback, the Bears would unequivocally make the playoffs and would be a Super Bowl contender. I I put put a stamp on that. Prove me wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. <laughs> Good luck. <I'm, laughs> prove me wrong. <laughs> I understand. Go make. There, oh, oh, oh. there are people listening to that t- state statement, Tate, and they're saying that's crazy. And and that's your listen. It's a free country. Yeah, you're you're free to uh to think that's a crazy statement. What I ask of you, prove it wrong. Yeah. And until you do, I'm gonna kindly not care what you have to say. I'm gonna keep thinking yeah. what I. I'm think. gonna keep thinking what I think until yeah. you prove that wrong. So. I'm right there with you. There you go. Oh, last shout out. Big 12 media deal with Fox through 2031. The Big 12 signed a deal with Fox where uh, we're going to get Big 12 rights now, Tate. Basketball. We're going to get basketball games. Yeah. The last two national champions. Mm-hmm. So starting in 2020. Oh, 2025. I'll be dead by then. 2025. <laughs> um, Fox will get Big 12 rights. Okay. So that's exciting. I'm very that's, excited uh, about that. Big 12 is going to be just fine. That's what I, Cincinnati basketball. Mm-hmm. Wes Miller. Can't yeah. wait to watch that yeah. on Fox. 
can't wait to see UCF and Kansas State, dude. That's going to be a barn burner. <laughs> Jim, you got anything? Just happy Halloween. And I looked up Tom Izzo's Halloween costumes. They're phenomenal. Dude, he's, he's a shout he, out Tom Izzo, the king of Halloween. Yeah, he's, Dude, he's done guy. Kiss. Like, that's the one mm -hmm. I remember most vividly yeah. Kiss. I mean, he, well, Evil Knievel, it, it always Man. aligns well with uh, like Cash. Midnight Madness, whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, like, yeah, it's always yeah. my my recollection is like you can always come out in front of a crowd and have like I think that's what the Kiss was. Like, yeah. it was at a Midnight Madness type thing. You like play like guitar. Are, yeah. 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 They're great, though. Yeah. Tom Izzo's the man. What's the best Halloween? What's the What's the most elaborate Halloween costume you've ever done, Jim? As you think back that I've ever done? Yeah. I don't know. Turd Ferguson? <laughs> Pretty good. It was real good. <laughs> that was a good, good one. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. But you're you're generally a guy that, that you love Halloween and you yeah, you absolutely. take you put some thought into your costume mm -hmm. and yeah. Of course. Drunk Jim Cunningham's a good costume. I yeah. Like yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> up there. That's top five for me. We'll have to take a picture. <laughs> Drunk Jim Cunningham. Say I thought you were just gonna bring a knife in and say you're the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. 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 I did. <laughs> that's every day. That's not a costume. <laughs> that's every day. That's real life. Um, all right, go go uh, subscribe to Titus and Tate YouTube uh, next week. Uh, we're going to be releasing the previews. Yeah, previews. Um, we're excited about that. Um, otherwise, that's the show. Happy Halloween, everybody. We will uh, see you on Thursday.